Welcome back to Competition Countdown, everyone. My name is Amanda, and I'm here with Shades of Blue. We've got Jay, Braden, Skylar, and Colleen. Hi, how are you? How are you? So for people that aren't familiar, who is Shades of Blue? So Shades of Blue is an acapella group at Hilliard Bradley High School in Ohio. And the group itself has been around for about 13 years. And six years as a contemporary acapella group. Okay, six years as a contemporary acapella group. And that's pretty much it. So before it started getting into contemporary stuff, what did Shades of Blue used to sing? Uh, They used to sing more choral standards, uh, just small group choral music um, and some light jazz. Very cool. So for you all, what was the appeal of joining a contemporary acapella group at high school? I've just always enjoyed singing and I know that I've seen the previous groups perform and I thought it was a really cool opportunity to be able to sing the kind of music that I like because I've always done choir, but I'm more into the pop music. And so that was one of the really big appealing factors for me. That was a big part of it for me too. I don't know. Choral music is cool, but sometimes it's nice to sing songs that other people know and like that everyone can kind of like, I don't know, feel. Yeah. I mean, also seeing like the group evolve since I like first came to Bradley in 2019, like Shades of Blue was top tier my freshman year and just seeing them like compete. And unfortunately, COVID stopped all that. But seeing that group really made like inspired and wanting to join And then I'd say for me, probably just the same as everybody else, just like singing different types of music that everybody knows. But also like in choir, it's more of like a, like you stand still, but I feel like for acapella, like you're able to move and like you can feel the music just like as you could in choir, but like you can be more expressive. So it sounds like at least one of you have experienced this group evolve through the pandemic. Are all of you seniors? Us three. Okay. So for the seniors, you guys saw everything shut down and now come back. What did you guys learn over that process that hopefully has made you into a better group now? During, I'd say like the first year of the pandemic, it was hard because we weren't really sure what we could do. I mean, like as far as performances, like we couldn't have people gathering to watch us and stuff like that. But out of that, like we started doing things like recording albums and recording songs So I think that was a really cool opportunity for people in the group to get to experience like recording and releasing something rather than just live performances. I think COVID also really made me appreciate where we're at now, where we can perform for people live. We would do live streams and so our friends and family could watch it. But now that we can actually perform live, it's it just really makes you appreciate it instead of taking it for granted, because I definitely think before it would have been something that I didn't think much about, but now I really soak it in every time that we get that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of recording, I know we want to get into your ICHSA competition set, but you also have an album coming out this Friday, which is an incredible feat while you're preparing for competition to get this album together. Tell us a little bit about what's coming. So the album has nine songs and then the um, online version has a bonus track, so 10 songs, but it's kind of like a mixture of the past two to three years of Shades. So it's songs that we did last year and then the bonus track is one we did the year before that and then also our set for this year. So it's kind of cool to see like the different groups come together to make one big album. Mm-hmm. I also feel like our album tells a story. It kind of takes you on like an emotional journey from like 
like your darkest depths to like the peak, like where you're at your best, at your happiest. And I think listening through the album as a whole will really like hit you in the heart and like really make you reflect on where you are and like where you've came from. So I guess you've recorded this over several years then. Yeah, we've Amazing. taken some yeah. songs from our, the, us seniors, our sophomore year. One of the songs is from then when we first recorded because of COVID and stuff. And then last year we recorded some singles as well. And this year we recorded five songs. So in order to make that album, we wanted to combine everything. So it was like a full length album for the first time. So yeah, it's it's cool to see the different voices throughout the years, but I still feel like we maintain that same sound, which is another really cool feature. That's really cool. Well, we're really excited to hear it and eventually play it on the station once it's released. So let's turn now to your preparations for competition. So clearly you did something really well because you're headed to semifinals. So congratulations on that. But walk us through the process. When does your preparation start and how does it go from an idea to what we end up seeing on stage? I don't think our preparation really ever ends. <laughs> um, it starts before the year even starts, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we start getting our songs and learning um, our parts and putting it together. And then it's about, I don't know, adding the musicality stuff that, that we want and then adding the performance aspect of it and then putting it on the stage and working it to see like, the final product and what it's really going to look like. And I think like we do a lot of mic rehearsals, a lot of mic prep for it too. So like today and this week we're working through mic rehearsals. We've been in mic rehearsals for like a month leading up to quarterfinals. So that's, we do a lot of that. We also film ourselves a lot. We have our directors take a video of us just practicing our set in our regular rehearsals. And then kind of as like an assignment, we have to, watch the videos, reflect on how we felt we did personally, how we felt the group did. And so even I'd say the day before we're competing, we're still critiquing things and we're still finding those nitpicky things to make it the best that we can. Generally, we have to apply ourselves to the music as well because we do, uh, what are those assignments called? Like, oh, it's song connection. Yeah, song connection where we apply two like words that are like emotions and I also feel like when we perform we should definitely make the audience feel something even if like the music stuff isn't exactly 100% as long as we move the audience in an emotional way I feel like that's a big success. So you mentioned filming yourselves and then having to watch yourselves and actively critique yourself to a lot of people high school or not that sounds terrifying what is it about that process that you get out of it what's the end result for you for me it's easy it's easier to tell like oh I could do a little more at this section or oh I noticed that when I'm not singing I'm not engaged all the way or my face kind of falls flat so even though it's like kind of I don't know weird to sit there and watch yourself it does help a lot to know like oh I don't look dumb here I could keep doing that or like just knowing like what you're doing and what you're not doing. There's so much to think about when you are on stage and performing, even if it is just for a rehearsal, like you have the choreo, you have your vocal part, you have your body language and connecting to the music. So a lot of the time, some of those things kind of get mixed up and it's, you'll start maybe lacking in one of the areas because you're focusing a little more on one thing one day or focusing a little more on another thing the next. So 
like Jay was saying, it's just a good way to really see what you're doing from a, like an outside perspective and be like, oh, okay, yes, this is what I noticed. I need to work on this. Yeah, I was just going to also add um, to part of one of your questions about where the set begins. It kind of starts uh, like the spring before, um, after we've auditioned the group, um, at least this particular year, um, the students had like a number of um, kind of set options, concepts mm -hmm. um, to listen to and um, kind of decide on together of which particular performance set, competition set uh, concept they wanted to kind of move forward with. Um, and so they listened to those and then kind of voted on which one they wanted to make their competition set. That's really great. So you all have a pretty big say in what happens. Not a lot of high school students get that option. So it's awesome that you do. So speaking of the set and having a say, what does this set, this one that you're performing for us this year, what does it mean to you as an individual? I think it, it means, well, so it starts out with like a song kind of about wanting to be loved and feeling some sort of connection with someone else and the longing for that. And so it kind of then moves into you're feeling like alone and you're feeling just sad, I guess, and like very dark places. And then we bring it back at the end to brighter days, which is where we're singing about like, it's going to be okay. It's everything is fine. And I think it just goes through what a lot of people feel, not even over like a long span of time, which is true, but also I feel like there's short moments where you feel all the ups and downs and we're, I don't know, we're just, I don't know how to finish that. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I feel like the set kind of encapsulates how most people have felt over the past like three years with COVID. Mm -hmm. so, like, there's like that feeling of like loneliness and emptiness and like wanting to have like some sort of connection as Skylar said, but it has a nice resolve at the end where like we're in brighter days. So like, everything's going to be okay. And like, everything is going to be just fine. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, you appreciate it all a little bit more now, right? So what do you want your audience at semifinals to walk away with? I think as a group, our goal is to just make them feel some sort of emotion. And I think that's what's so special about our group is that we put a lot of energy into how we feel about the songs and how that's going to project to the audience. So I think the main goal um, is just that they feel moved by the performance and they feel connected in, in any way, really. Yeah. So I know three of you are moving on, Colleen, you, it sounds like you have a little bit more time, but when you come back in about five years, where do you want to see this group? I don't know. I mean, still making music. I hope they're still competing because... I don't know, that's fun, actually. <laughs> but because I don't know, during COVID, when we couldn't compete, and we couldn't do a lot of things, it was really easy to get burnout on what we were doing and just music in general. But I feel like it would be great to see them just continuing to grow and finding new things to enrich the program. And like, I don't know, more things for the students to do to feel like they're actually putting their music out there and getting it out to people. And so you've already had quite a year. You are making it to the semifinals at least, possibly a ticket to New York City, a full album. Do you have anything else on your plate this spring? Um, <laughs> Sprinkle a little concerts in there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. A few concerts. 
And I mean, I feel like most of our focus right now is definitely on competition and semifinals. But afterwards, it's mainly just finishing out the year strong. Appreciating the time that we have with each other. Because the groups are different every year. So even the people who are staying around for next year, like who aren't graduating, it's still going to be a completely different dynamic. So I think just appreciating what we have now, just as people even, not even singing wise. So when you all have concerts, is that usually for your school, for your community? What kind of things do you do? It's mainly for our school. So we, it's usually around like 7 p.m. on like a weekday. So <laughs> usually to help fund the program and um, give us opportunities for um, like competition or if we do get a ticket to New York City, our concert next week would be to help fund us to get us there. Right. We had a concert at the end of February that was an all acapella concert. Um, and then we also have another all acapella concert at uh, in May, right before the end of the school year. But we're also doing an album release concert next week. <laughs> That's a lot. You guys <laughs> understate how busy you are a little. Two, two weeks ago, they also performed at um, ACDA National Conference. Oh, no big deal. Just leave that <laughs> one out, guys. <laughs> what was that experience like? That's a big. That's a big conference. It was a different dynamic, for sure, because we're used to that acapella crowd, very vocal, very... Um, yeah, like dancing around to it. And I, this was definitely a different crowd, not in a bad way, but just it was a lot more quiet and they're just sitting and watching. Um, but I think it was a cool experience for us to get used to performing for any type of audience, no matter the energy we're getting back. But what a great way to be ambassadors for Contemporary Acapella, because you're in a room full of very, you know, a lot of them are very strict choral conductors for their students. And as you've all mentioned, this just brings something else to your education, to your experience. So thank you for doing that. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and let us know how your year is going. And we can't wait for your album release. We can't wait to hear all about how you do this weekend at your semifinals. And hopefully we'll be talking to you again if you get a ticket to New York City. Thank you. Thank you.